who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast Well, it is, I'm legitimately not only professionally thrilled, but super personally thrilled to be joined by the creators of South Park themselves, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. For taking the time. Yes, thank you. Uh, let's start with, so we've got a new game, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, hmm. which is the greatest title for any video game of all time. We were really, yeah, we came up with the title, like, well, shit, now we got to make the game, because that's a pretty sweet title. So, uh, <laughs> tell, tell me there's a good story behind that title. No, you know what the story? I mean, the story is Trey came up with it, and he texted it to me, and it was like this text. And I was like, "That's weird. That's not funny." And I actually didn't respond for like ten minutes. It took me. It it fucking took me like five or ten minutes because it just sent a text, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah, that's a good." I think that. And then I had to like, I think I said it out loud or something. I was like, "Oh yeah." So no, that story is it. I forgot because we had to come up with a name because of this. Yeah. Because of this announcement, I mean, we've yeah. been working on the game for um, most better part of a year. Yeah. Um, and Since you finished the last one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we're well into This is not something we're announcing and we're going to work on it tomorrow. We, we're right. well into it. We've been working on it for a while. And then we had to come up with a name because of the forces of nature says we have to, you know, <laughs> launch a game at, you know, E3 and do it. So that's what, that's what. But we did know, you know, a lot of the con, because we've actually been uh, working on this game for almost a year now. Actually, a little more than a year. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, some of the big questions that the last game made us ask of like, you know, could a fart really do that? Ta you know, ta taking into the new one of like, you know, could you ever fart so bad that it bent time? And and so that's really where a lot of this, you know, a lot of the, the things we were trying to explore in this in this episode. Because we're trying to make, we, we really want this to be the next episode of Stick of Truth, not just like, okay, forget all that. We're really tracking you as the new kid. 
and yeah. and that that kid and sort of getting now into his backstory and why was his ass able to do all of those things that he did in Stick of Truth and is he able to actually fart to such a degree that he can bend time? We guys have kind of, you guys have found a bit of a liking for continuity lately, just even yeah. for the show too. After it seemed like for years, you know, we're just like, forget yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of liberating in a way because, you know, you, when we started doing shows that, um, we started doing three and four part shows, you know, and it was, it's kind of nice to go into the writer's room and being like, okay, we have a starting point. Instead of just like, okay, yeah. it's all up in the air again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you still come up with the, you know, just as much stuff. But sometimes it's it's really nice to have a few restraints. Uh, so given the joke built into the title, what were some of the rejected titles from the whiteboard? There, there had to be this a was, list, I right? thought of this. I knew it was <laughs> it. Yeah, it was like, this texted it to me, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's rad. Like, <laughs> I said, it, it, it did come out of, like, the, 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 the trying to come up with the real theme of the game, being you're the new kid. And then you're always trying to get accepted by the other kids. Like that was the thing about Stick of Truth is like yeah. putting the putting you the you know if you're you're the person playing you're the player in the unenviable position of trying to impress our boys you know and trying to be their friend when of course they're going to beat beat you up and treat you like a piece of shit. So putting you back in in that position, but then trying to do I don't know it came from trying to make fun of like. I keep thinking of like Max Payne and yeah. like big movies do this and sort of big games think they need to do this too, which is there's the external problem, there's the big environmental right. problem. But then you have your own inner struggle, yeah. the thing that's like fueling you. And superhero movies do that yeah. for sure. Like a superhero, every superhero has their ridiculously overwrought backstory <laughs> so that you know why they do ridiculous things for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Like My parents are dead. My parents are dead and I saw this thing, it was like the most hardcore thing. So that's why I dress up like a bat and I go out every night and I risk my, you know, just because basically it don't make no superheroes don't make any sense of why they do what they do, so you have to invest them with this hardcore backstory. And then we thought, well, this backstory has to do with your ass and did it break. Literal backstory. Your, yes. ba your literal backstory and your your emotional the emotional heft of your internal story comes from. If your you ass. could fart so big that it bent time, would that fracture your asshole? Yeah, that's really the big question we're asking. And then we got to this title. <laughs> so you're sticking with the sort of Paper Mario style light turn based RPG. To some degree, I mean, that's the the thing is, is that we we felt like at the end of Stick of Truth, like right at the end, we figured it out. Yeah. And we like we're like fuck, you know. And then we had this, you know. Then we had the game had to come out, you know. And we were like, no, no, no. We just now we know what to do. Now we know what to do. And so um, it was really like the the whole reason we decided to do this was because we just felt like there's so many things we wanted in Stick of Truth that we would have need to, needed to have started from the beginning when we didn't know anything. And we're like, boy, if we did this, if we did it again, I think we really, really felt like we could do something. Really it's cool. still it's still the same thing where it looks like you're in an episode of South Park. Yeah. I, mean, that, I mean, in other words, like I think that when you start up the game, it'll have that exact same aesthetic. It's just, it, it's like the stick of truth where you're in South Park. I think it's gonna be much more version 2.0. The combat's gonna be better, the, everything's gonna be better and bigger and more expansive in it. Um, but it starts with that same language. I mean, you guys are legit gamers. You've proven it over the years. So were, were you tempted by other genres? You said, all right, if we're gonna, I'm gonna make a video game again, maybe I wanna do a, you know, a turn-based strategy game or a point-and-click adventure or something. You know, we felt, we, we wanted to take all the good things about Stick of Truth and make them better and get rid of all the things we didn't like about Stick of Truth, yeah. which there was a lot. And there was, you know, we, we kind of had this bittersweet feeling when it came out and it seemed, you know, that people generally liked it. We were kind of like, yeah, but, because we had this thing in our head of like, yeah, but we knew what it could have been and, and that's why we're now driven to, to do it, to do the second one, not because 
you know, not by any means we want to do the same thing. We really want to do, we want to do fucking Mad Max. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then you go see Mad Max. You're like, oh yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to really <laughs> care and try. And like, we want to build. We think we started like a language and a grammar yeah. that we want to continue and build on, and to reinvent it. I mean, part of it is is doing doing the game. I for both of us, I think it made me re- after. I respect video games as an art form much more after having suffered through doing one. And you realize how hard it is to make all of that click. Um, and it's, I don't think either one of us or anybody wants to go back to the beginning and re, reimagine everything about right. it. It's, it's taking what we did and build upon it, you know. Yeah, I mean, you got, I grew up on like the monkey islands of the world, the point and click, where you got, I mean, South Park would seem like a natural fit for point and click, but sadly nobody seems to buy those anymore. Yeah. Were you guys ever tempted by to go that route where it's more of a dialogue driven? Adventure game? No, because I, I really, um, you know, I mean, I think it is somewhat dialogue driven just because of the other characters, but I, I always say that my favorite thing in playing a game and being a gamer as a kid or even now is playing a character that's an empty slate. You know, I loved Link. I loved yeah. Link because he didn't talk. And I loved him because there weren't menu choices and it wasn't like, okay, you can say one of these three things. Right. And I know they're all going to lead the same fucking thing. <laughs> you know, but, but especially games that even now, give you three options of things to say and you click on it and then you hear the thing say it and you're like, I don't sound like that. And, you know, and, and so uh, that, that was one thing that we really thought was cool about the first game and that we, that we fought for was having this, this character who didn't talk because I think when the, when the character you're playing doesn't talk, you fill those thoughts sure. in your head. You know, and that's a really cool thing. You're like, okay, I know what, I'm, I know what he's thinking. And as soon as he says something, it's like, well, that wasn't what I was thinking. You know, so... so taking that character and expanding on it even more and saying, can we now build that character and make him even a stronger character with still without saying anything? You know, and that's, that's the, ch- the cool challenge for us. So you guys have uh, done interviews towards the end of Stick of Truth where you, as like you alluded to a minute ago, Matt, where making games is way harder than, you guys have made movies, plays, right. oh, no, all kinds of stuff. That, that You talk about how tough it was to make a game. I kind of got the sense as a fan that from well, I would read those things and think, oh man, I guess st- Stick of Truth is the only video game we're ever going to get. That was the right. That was, that was yeah. the exact right conclusion to make. <laughs> we felt the same so, exact but way. So that, 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 that mostly, your mind. well, that mostly comes from the fact that we're whiny babies, <laughs> <laughs> and we almost anything you could probably have found us in an interview about. Uh, two months before Book of Mormon coming out saying we'll never make a Broadway show again. <laughs> and like I just said, too, I'm pretty sure that after Matt and I made the pilot of South Park, we said, well, we're never doing that again. <laughs> you know, but um, no, you, know, it, you get beaten down by something and you, you know, you, it's, you need that time to kind of recover and go, yeah, okay, that was pretty cool. And, you know, and, but also the, it just seemed like for a while it seemed like oh, you know, how, it's just so hard. And, but then you, your brain starts going, yeah, but if you started it this way, and if you did it that, you know, and we're both, because yeah. that's what we, just as much as we love getting into comedy, Matt and I just love figuring shit out. And, and so you get, your brain starts just going, oh, yeah, but if you did this and if you did that, and if you started the game by doing that and then starts to go, I, and it's funny because I think we both came to the conclusion about the same time where yeah. even either one of us would have been like at first thinking, you want to do another video game? The other one would be like, fuck you. You know, but we were kind of like, we should do this again. Broaching like, the subject, like, broaching the subject yeah, was kind of tender. Like, yeah, I oh, had this thought of maybe a sort of kind of, maybe we should turn it on. I mean, you guys have talked too. I, I think I read that uh, for Stick of Truth, you guys wrote 
way more. Yeah, like way, way more. more. So is a lot of that the foundations, like story-wise at all for this, or is no, that a lot of that's ended up in the show? Yeah, and the show. No, that's where we we walked into a total. We walked into a total like buzzsaw. I mean, we walked we walked walked our we walked ourselves into a buzzsaw, like trying to thinking we knew how to make a game before we knew how to make a game. Yeah, and we've totally done that before too with a puppet movie, with animation. <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, I don't think we came into it with the humility that that we. Didn't, you know, we should have in the beginning. This time, I think we have that, but we also kind of know more. And one of the things we're not doing, one of the things we haven't been doing over the last year, we didn't write 100 pages, and yeah. then we started with more technical discussions with the team, and so there's more. So the gameplay and the script and everything is talking to each other. So we're there more for level design meetings than we were at the beginning of Stick of Truth. And we have level designers and the technical people doing the game there for the narrative too because they're all really you know like accomplished gamers and they could there's narrative things too that they're like well that'd be fun but as a fan they we, we need to hear that too so both sides i think are talking to each other more at the beginning now right and which obviously is like fucking duh but <laughs> it took us till to do the whole game to figure that out you know is the uh, new game going to tie into the show at all again the way that stick of truth sort of yeah i'm, sure it, will. Front, I'm so. sure it will but we we also like um just sort of the the lore of this new kid, we're gonna probably start talking about him in the show. Because we love the idea that, we just think it's a cool idea that there is this character in South Park that is you. Right, you know, and, and who doesn't so, talk? Yeah, yeah. It's a new kid, talk. and that always means that's the blank slate of you. Yeah. And really, this game we're saying is kind of the next day after Stick of Truth. Gotcha. So okay. it's, it's, it's a continuing, the kids are now dressing up as something different and going off on an adventure. <laughs> um, and it gives us a whole reason to reinvent everything, but that, there's still this underlying kind of meta-narrative underneath that's the kids, this is the next day. So you guys uh, mentioned earlier in, the, in our chat here about you know, picking up with the stuff that worked toward yeah. the end of the game. What, what do you see as kind of those things that worked about Stick of Truth versus the things you want to just throw out the window that you feel like didn't work? Well, I, I, I honestly think at first we were fighting so hard against the sort of turn-based combat uh, because you know it just felt so old school. We're like, can't we yeah. do this more Zelda-like, whatever. And it actually ended up really helping for the writing and for timing of jokes and things like that. So it was really taking that and saying, all right, what can we take that's good about that, which is a pace issue and things like that, And but how can we make, you know, we really wanted the combat to be in this one to be a lot more game heavy and cool yeah. and interesting and new and, and uh, you know, so, so I think that that's why we knew Lit's from day one all sit together in a room rather than it being okay us writing and then handing it off and saying show us what you got um, let's all get together in a room because we, we also by the end of Stick of Truth just found all the people we really clicked with Yeah, you know and then it was like okay now let's just get all those people who we think are really smart and really cool and just start all laughing together rather than trying to say here's what we wrote now go make it work you know and so I think that, that that's, that's the most important difference in this I would suspect from the title the answer here is yes, but do you anticipate running into trouble with the various ratings boards around the globe again? You always do. You know what's so funny? It's like when do that you happened, want to? That's what happened. No, we never want to. It's just <laughs> always a pain in the ass. And just when we had those things with the ESRB, I was like, of course, of course we had that happen. Yeah. Of course, that, of course we fucked The only thing we ever did, did where we didn't run into that at all was Book of Mormon. Because yeah. <laughs> on no the Broadway board. stage, there is no MPAA. Yeah, there is no, there's no... And we were actually kind of like, oh, okay, we're going to do this. And we're like, okay. And we're like, wait, what? No, we shouldn't do that. You know? <laughs> like, no, that that's fucked up, though. We shouldn't do that. Uh, on, on the note of Book of Mormon, as a, someone who hasn't had a chance to see it yet for, for various reasons, 
Uh, is there any chance we'll see a feature film adaptation at any point along the way? I mean, you guys have made musicals it's on the big screen. Before. It's something we want to do. We don't have any specific plans, but yeah, we'd love to do it at some point. Sometimes, yeah, it's like the, you, you want to like, you know, because it's just so crazy that it's still. That's the crazy thing about doing state is that like you know it's going on in three different places in three hours. Right. And like now there's a bunch of people in it we've never even met before, you know, and things like that. And so just being able to kind of. Get a definitive version version back together sounds like a good thing maybe someday. But work it's with definitely Bobby, not. work with Bobby again yeah, sounds yeah. fun. I mean, everything about it sounds fun. We just haven't really talked about it that much yet. How about how about making a game that isn't South Park? Is that something you guys ever want to do? I don't know. Like I, I think I don't think sure, but I guess that this same humility that I'm trying to say that we learned on that last <laughs> game. I think that like having having a game where we have Cartman and we can just on the character Cartman. It's like yeah. we know where we are. And I just, I don't know. Like I think, I'm hoping more that we can just keep doing more South Park game stuff and make that a bigger part of South Park because it seems like the perfect vessel for it. That to go outside of that, we just have to like, it'll be really hard. Right. <laughs> no. I mean, how are you guys feeling about doing the show? Do you think you'll keep going after the current deal is up? I mean, you're got some awesome longevity going. Yeah, it's I don't know. pretty crazy. We always say, you know, Every season, about three shows in, we're like, okay, this should be the last season. <laughs> and then the season gets over. It's the same as doing the game. And right. then, you know, we go away for a couple months. We're like, oh, that was pretty good. Let's do it again. You know, whatever. And so it's, we're just whiny babies. Whiny babies. I think that's what you want to pick out of. We're whiny, whiny babies. Me, our job's hard. <laughs> do you guys have personal, like, top five favorite South Park episodes ever? Or do they just all run together for you? Well, they don't all run, Yeah. I have some ones that I don't like if I think about it. I mean, at this point, it's really hard. It's so it's many. Really, like now, after 20 years, you know, it's basically just like sometimes someone will put one on and I'll just be like, yeah. oh, what's going to happen now? <laughs> I got completely <laughs> totally forgotten. Forgot. Like, yeah. We kind of start when we, we get back in the office for a season. There's always this kind of not ritual where we kind of sit down and watch episodes from the last few seasons from like two years ago. Yeah. And we're sitting there like, yeah. Like, I have no idea what happens in this. I can't remember like, oh, that at all. <laughs> and it's, like, really funny. Of course we think that's funny. But it also sucks. I know this. We've had so many times now that get more and more where we come up with a thing like, oh, we should do a show about this. We're like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, and then Stan does that, da, da, da. and we'll go for hours, and we'll be like, and then someone will go, you know, we did this four years ago. <laughs> We're like, oh, it used to be, you know, someone coming to go, you know, Simpsons did this. We're like, oh, shit. No, it's you and did it. I was it. like, no, you did this. You did it. You forgot. Like, no, but this is Stan doing it. No, you did the exact same thing. It's like, oh, that's why it's so funny. <laughs> what what's it so in season when the show's going on what's a typical day like for you guys i mean that's you know i've seen six days to air but you know what what happens when you wake up and what's what's the day look like for you guys wake when you're up, you go show? to work you bring drink a bunch of coffee yeah. and you sit in that fucking room for you know <laughs> however long it takes to at least be able to write enough and you don't know whether you're writing a scene in the middle at the beginning at the end you don't even know where it all you know when it's thursday friday saturday you're right. just trying to get an idea out there kind of and then it gets to be Monday and Tuesday, and it's just torture and hell. I think one out of every, like, let's so, so do 10 shows a season. I think there's one, maybe two, but there's usually one where we have an idea. We said, this should cut and fold like this, and it kind of does, and the days are, like, groovy, and it's, like, and it's sweet, and the episode's good. We're like, that was sweet. Yeah. And it's, like, one time per season. One time per season. It used yeah. to be, like, and we don't know when that, <laughs> And we don't know when that's going to happen. And the rest of them are just sort of like, yeah. Yeah, Trace, like reinventing the wheel every week and then might get But what's so crazy out. is that the shows, almost always too, a lot of the times, uh, the shows that on Thursday you're like, oh, and then this, then, oh, and then Friday, you know, and you get through it like that, you're like, that's gonna be easy. It gets out there and people are like, man. Yeah, they're like, you know, but the shows where you're like Monday, Tuesday, it's like, this doesn't, this sucks, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. let's just save it, let's just do what we can, we gotta get something on the air, just get on the air. And people are like, 
that was amazing, you know, because you're just not second and third guessing yourself. People love reactive men. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> Have you guys thought about what the last episode of South Park would be? Like, is there an, is there an idea going between the two of you? I think it's going to end with a fizzle for sure. I think it's just going to end with a whimper. <laughs> dud and we're going to go, fuck this man, walk away. It's some, kind of, some sort of whimper. Yeah. Either drop the mic, get sued, get yeah. thrown off the television, yeah. something like yeah, right. I don't know. We're not. We always thought we we thought that for eighteen years. We're yeah. like, all right, well they're gonna gonna fucking just get, you know they're gonna cancel us. We're for waiting sure. for it. We've been yeah. waiting to get canceled for eighteen fucking years. Yeah, we can. We won't <laughs> stop until we get canceled. Uh, and now we're yeah. renewing. They have to fucking cancel us. God damn it. Just circling back to to finish up with you know again we know you guys really did grow up playing games like the rest of us. What were your sort of personal games of the year for last year? What were you guys? What did you guys enjoy playing? I played, um, like on little game, I thought Monument Valley, like everybody else, I thought that was amazing. And I've been playing Grand Theft Auto, mostly for, to, 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 for you know, to kind of like... Riff been playing games. No, yeah, to riff on it and yeah. like, look what other, other big games are doing. So I've been playing Grand yeah, Theft Auto Yeah, I will say that, that's true. I actually probably spent more time playing the last Grand Theft Auto last year, just because I just think, you know, if you want to look at an example of like, what is it? A great fucking game, like that's you know, and, and and it still is the only thing that I can really lose myself in. Yeah. Um, yeah. The audacity, um, the audacity and bigness of that game is just yeah. fucking. Yeah. I was just saying lately, I've just been playing the app version of Baldur's Gate Two. <laughs> that was a great. It's, a great, it's game. 200 hours. I know. It's amazing. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say FIFA because I play FIFA all the time. But I kind of forget that. That's sort of like background. It's not even really. It's just, yeah, it shows up yeah. once a year. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm subscribed to the subscription service of FIFA that I I'll buy all of them. And I I've really them. switched over to board games. I, I yeah. like play so many more board games now. I don't know why. Is it just because you're making a video game and you just are too? Probably. Cool. Same reason I don't go home and watch comedies. You right. Know? But, uh,. Yeah. See, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, they play the same games the rest of us yeah. play. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Cool, that thank was you. an absolute treat. Appreciate Thanks. it. Right on. Thank cool. you. Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah. I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> oh, 
your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.